This week, we are breaking the developer for that Knights of the Old Republic remake, the CD Projekt Red Hack, and a special topic that you have to hang around to find out more about. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. As always, I'm your host, Spencer, and I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Michael. You remember to introduce yourself this week. Hello, Michael. Yeah, dude. I'm, I, like I said, I'm going to work on it. I'm, I'm going to get yeah. better. Uh, Incremental this whole, change. This whole podcasting thing, it's not easy. I mean, this is episode 21. We are legally allowed to drink on this podcast, finally. And I'm actually doing it. Uh, but you but you haven't been previous weeks because that would be illegal i honestly haven't <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i may i may have drank before the podcast but this is probably the first podcast i'm actively drinking during hey that's really funny that's ironic <clears throat> yeah, so um, we'll see how this goes <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> um but yeah uh we we got a lot we got a lot to talk about um and like i said at the at the top we've we've got a little bit of a a think piece that we're gonna we're just this topic that we're gonna examine but before we even get into it mike how has your last week in gaming been um so (laughs) i got a series s Long story short, so when I got my Series X back on launch day, well, when I bought it on launch day, it didn't come until December 23rd or something like that. Yeah. I got it because of um, something I noticed that wasn't quite right on the Microsoft website. Um, So I was able to get it in my cart pretty, um, it took some work, but I got it. And, uh, and I think I told that whole story, but I was, uh, I think I was, I may have been playing GTA online or something. I was playing something weird just to really set the scene. Something that like, I don't normally play. I wasn't playing the medium or any like of the games I'm actively working on. <laughs> of course. And I decided to hop on Twitter and, uh, cause now I can do that if I go back and play PS4 games cause everything takes forever to load. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just end up on Twitter the rest of the night. But I saw Wario 64 had posted that uh, Microsoft had more stock of the Series S and the Series X. And and that was I, I, I saw that 15 minutes too late. So I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll go look. I want to see if like Xbox, like how long they have stock for. And uh, I went on 15 minutes after that tweet sold out. And uh, I did my little method just out of curiosity to see if I could get one in my cart. And I did. And it let me buy it. <laughs> and it subsequently did not let me. Because I, I, don't, I don't want I, I don't need a series. I don't need a Series S. I have a Series X. And frankly, I have a 1X. And I'd rather have the 1X than the Series S. 
<laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, on this ground, Spencer, I asked you, I think. I think you're the first person I told. So I was probably like, yeah, so if you have any friends, <laughs> you know a guy. I asked around. I asked a bunch of people. And I said, okay, well, I'll give it until like noon the next day and I'm just going to cancel it. Um, and I got to noon the next day and Microsoft has zero option to cancel consoles now. Um, so they're like, you can try calling the sales department. And I did that. And uh, they're like, yeah, it's already hit your credit card. There's nothing we can do about it. Sorry. So three days later, Series S showed up at my door. Um, luckily, I did. I reached out to a coworker who has a daughter who is in the uh, in the gaming. Um, so I reached out to her, and she said she'd take it. So um, I'm selling it to them for one thousand dollars. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm not. I'm selling it at cost. Um, like I said, I really don't want it. <laughs> I have no need for it. At that point, I'd just be hoarding. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be able to get my hands on another console. Um, and yeah, I just... Uh... Sorry, my computer locked, so I wasn't sure if you lost me. No, I, I still hear you. Okay, good. Glad. <laughs> so I'll ride my righteous high horse like I told you I was going to. <laughs> yes. You were a no, good so human I, being. I figured I could help someone out, so I did. Um, so I'll be getting it to them in the coming days. And uh, they'll be one of few people who has a next-gen console and didn't have to pay a scalper for it. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you messaged me, and I was like... <laughs> Oh my God. And like, if this would have been maybe a year down the road, maybe two, I, I may have like been like, okay, I'll take it off your hands. Like for no money, like I'll do you a favor and it won't collect dust, but like, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but like, I was like, <clears throat> excuse me. I was like, uh, I think down the road though, if I am going to get one, I, I'd probably rather just get the series X. <laughs> and so I was like, even then you might've been pwned <laughs> and uh, I didn't really know anybody to even ask because I figured, well, the only people who I really play with are obviously on, uh, on PlayStation and are either mm -hmm. actively still searching for a PS5 or, or already got one. Um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> so the next day when you were like, I can't cancel it. I was like, Jesus Christ, Mike, <laughs> like, how did you get yourself in this? And then what's even funnier to me is the fact that like <laughs> you, you act, you like intentionally bought a series X mm -hmm. and so many times we're like, I might just cancel it. Like, this is ridiculous. It's taking forever, but it did eventually show up and right. like the, you do the same method and the series S shows up just a few days later <laughs> it's just like and you yeah, didn't it was want it <laughs> they they said man so when did i order it i think it was last wednesday i have to go back and look maybe been thursday and they're like yeah it'll be here on the 9th it's like yeah right and the person i ended up selling it to i said hey i said it'll probably be here on the 9th but you know when i ordered mine it took a little over a month 
And yeah, I, the the next day I think I got shipping information. Damn it! <laughs> Fucking incredible. But I am happy yeah. you were able to find somebody, and like it does seem like it's going to like a, like a good person, and hopefully, um, yeah, like hopefully they they really enjoy it, and they get they get to play the next gen. So that's awesome. Like, yeah, in in all seriousness, like you should feel like really good that you like you did this, and it like ended up working out. Um, but also to like negate that, like get off your high horse. <laughs> All I'm saying is I did go on Facebook Marketplace, and there wasn't many, there wasn't many people selling them honestly, but the ones that were were selling it for six seven hundred dollars. Oh my god, it's so annoying. Yeah, I just I don't know. I didn't have it in me to do that, and like I know like if I was selling it on Facebook Marketplace, I think even if I did it there, I'd sell it at cost just because I don't want to be stuck with it. Yeah, I mean, um, but I'm sure someone would probably buy it and turn around and. I'd see it the next day for seven hundred dollars. Right, so that's why again I'm happy you were able to like find somebody who like genuinely wanted it. Um, I had something else I was gonna say about this. Um, the fact oh. that I accidentally ordered a Series S and I still can't get a fucking PS Five. <laughs> no, I was gonna say the fact that you accidentally uh, bought a Series S and like we could have done a giveaway. We could have had a, a listener win it and we could have driven up our engagement but instead you sold it at cost fucking douche i thought about it (laughs) i did yeah maybe i I still could maybe i'll make this a little game for myself (laughs) Uh oh (laughs) yeah but but it's a game where you continuously lose three (laughs) hundred dollars it is that's a lot (laughs) oh my god that's crazy anything else though did you get to play more of the medium I did. I played a little bit. I didn't get to play too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I played a little bit more. I still like it. I'm still getting pretty... I feel with this game, and I, I kind of mentioned this when I talked about it last week, that this is probably the most like Sony, like PlayStation-feeling Xbox game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a game that I, you know, I could be convinced that uh, PlayStation made. And... Uh, that still that still follows um yeah it's uh it reminds me a lot of like until dawn i kind of feel like i'm playing until dusk (laughs) shut up (laughs) i will also say that i have not turned it off since last time we talked i may i may not have ever turned that game off because it just sits in quick resume interesting I've played Madden since then. Nice, of course. I've watched Ted Lasso on Apple TV since then. <gasps> Great show. We should have been talking Great about that. Show. Instead, we wasted our time talking about <laughs> fucking not stupid. My games. righteousness. No, 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 no. I was saying before oh. the podcast, we could have been talking about that. Oh, well, anyway, now we've got an extra little secret episode. Yeah, that's true. That is just hilarious. <laughs> um. Well, dope. That's it's a great. That's a great story about the the series. Yes, I, I I challenge any of our listeners to accidentally purchase a next gen console and find somebody who would like it and sell it to them at cost. Don't just give it I, to them. Like, get your money back. But like, I want to say that I certainly am not affluent enough to just be able to haphazardly buy Xboxes <laughs> whenever I want. When the order went through, I definitely had an oh shit moment. <laughs> 
yeah, that's one of the things where it's like you did it full on expecting not for it to not work, and you're like, yeah, oh, whatever, yeah. and then it worked, it and really, you went fuck. <laughs> it literally worked first try. So like, when when I, and I'll I'll be quick with this, so it's not the whole podcast. But when I got my Xbox, it was like I probably clicked thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Yeah. And this time I got it in my cart right away. And then usually like once you get it in cart and you go to checkout, it says, oh, this isn't available. Well, that didn't happen this time. <laughs> Rip. Yep. So another topic at some point, so we don't uh, go into it at this point, but I thought about for the first time is the Series S a, a current, I don't know, current next whatever gen console better than the one x because that was a that was a little bit of a battle i had with myself because i thought about keeping the series s and selling my one x well uh maybe what you should have done is held on to it and compared the two because what do we have to work off of michael i'll just get enough (laughs) it's easy enough (laughs) no that is a good that's a good point that uh we can definitely like compare um I think that I think, yeah, yeah. Without going too deep into it, we can we can do a little research on that and see what we come up with. Yeah, we can. How was your week? Wait, hold uh, on. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm trying to think if anything ridiculous happened to you this week that I can force you to talk about before I just let you kind of take the reins. Anything ridiculous? No, just go for it. <laughs> Um, I started playing NCAA football 12 oh, that's right. <laughs> on, on the PS3. So man gets PS5, immediately boots up PS3. Um, Can you play it on PS5? No, because I have the disc and PS3 games were built differently. And so they don't, even if I had the disc PS5, that wouldn't work. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was playing that because you and I were talking that was the one platinum that I got close to getting, but never did. And so now I think a couple of things. This is my biggest gap between earning trophies. Because um, the last time I think I earned a trophy in that game, I'll actually have to look and, and figure it out. But then I just earned a trophy in 2021. I also think I might be the last person to earn the platinum in this game. Because the servers are shut down and there are two trophies you need access to the servers to get that I had already previously gotten. Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance that I'm going to be the last ever person to platinum this game. Wow. Yeah. You need to post that out there and see if anyone follows up. See if anybody challenges it. I'm fine with that. Because there's date stamps, so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I I realized it. And so I fucking thought it would be funny to do a stream of me because the last trophy I need to get is I have to win the national championship in the first year as BYU. And I thought it would be funny to stream it and like build the roster with like various stream characters that I've created in my content creation year and like and then friends and and people who watch the stream and stuff like that can also have we we can build a wacky cast of characters. So if you're listening to this and you want to be on the team, you can go respond to my tweet. It's my cry for help tweet. And then there's. I listed out the positions that aren't available and, and all that. Um, but the PS3, you can't hook it up to an Elgato because it has 
HDCP, is that what it's called? So it like it's like protected video source and and so you can't turn it off. You can't turn it off. It's always on on the PS3. So my stupid ass paid 10 or 15 dollars for an HDMI splitter for one stream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm starting up a GoFundMe and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so, so discovering that. And then other than that, I've been playing Valhalla. That game is How's it been? so I pretty. You told me you officially started that, did you? Uh, I don't know if I did or not. Um, but yeah, I've, I've scraped the surface. I got to the title, the title screen where it, mm. or the title card where it like says like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ubisoft presents all that right like i've gotten just past that probably um so i don't know a couple hours three four maybe um so it's been that and then i i've also played i started diving into control because the upgraded ps5 version of that i mean control was free for playstation plus this month but if you have a ps5 you get the ultimate edition which is like the upgraded version really Um, and it comes with all the dlc yeah so that's pretty dope. So I've been, I did two parts for my channel, but then I'm also actually tonight, I'm going to be streaming it. Um, it's fun. It's like a lot of fun. It kind of reminds me of Bioshock, like in, in some ways, obviously like more realistic looking than like the, like, I don't know, cartoony or whatever you want to call Bioshock. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've been holding off because control has been on game pass since December, maybe. Uh-huh. But I don't think if I were to get on Game Pass on my Series X, I don't think it's the upgraded version. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been able to find, like, find anything that confirms or denies it. Technically, if I download it, it should say, like, it should have a little, like, badge on it that says, like, X-S to say that it is upgraded. But, uh-huh. um, what was it? Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, that was one that was on Game Pass. And then the upgraded version was pushed to Game Pass. And I don't think that badge ever came up. So it's, it's kind of ambiguous. So, I mean, I guess I'm not losing anything by downloading it. Eventually it'll be up, but. Right. Yeah, I mean, I. That's I, I, cool to. I believe this is the enhanced because it literally came out the day that it went up on PlayStation plus. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, that's really neat. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's so, it's very smooth. Like the gameplay for it is very nice and like the movement and stuff. And then with the PS five, like adaptive triggers, like it's very clicky when you shoot and I love it. I love it so much. So it takes advantage of that. It does. Yeah interesting yeah, i wonder if that's why it was uh, i wonder if that was part of the deal maybe to get it yeah i don't so. i don't know um, i wish you could have played quantum break yeah same people right yeah it's remedy that game that game took me a while to get through but once i finally like sat down and played it so good i think i've, I've talked about it early on in this podcast uh one of the first episodes that probably the hardest boss fight i've ever had in my life yeah was in that game so i'm curious to see like 
is this as ridiculously hard? <laughs> well, well, we'll find out. So far, it hasn't been too hard. I've I've died a couple of times. It doesn't have like a difficulty setting or anything like that. So I, I'd have to imagine okay. it won't get that hard. But we we shall see. Um, but yeah, that's basically been my week. I'm probably forgetting some stuff because as your brother pointed out on Twitter, um, uh, apparently if he calculated out the hours that I played that I talked about last week and apparently 177 days worth of time was put into playing video games. I explained myself though. That's not accurate, but maybe it is. Who knows? I might have a little bit of a problem. You might. Who knows? <laughs> it's right. objective. Let's get into let's get into the 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 meat and potatoes, if you will. Um, so last week we was it last week we talked about the the Knights of the Old Republic, or was it two weeks ago? Don't ask I can't me remember at this point. But we probably talked about it both weeks. <laughs> might have, but Knights of the Old Republic Star Wars game is getting remade. Yeah, we were talking about how Ubisoft is making an open world game. We know that uh, EA and um, is it Respawn aren't attached to this remake so that meant that a third party was now getting involved in the star wars video game universe which was interesting we 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 touched on that so go listen to i think it was two weeks ago we talked about that go listen to that and we talked about how um taysom taysom fryer uh was saying that nobody would be able to guess and we tried and and we didn't get it right because the original knights of the old republic creator or um developer aspire is going to be handling the remake um which i'm guessing has a lot of people excited because this is like a a a loved game uh so many people like point to this as their favorite star wars game um and so you would think that the people who did it right the first time you know should be able to do it right again is this a remake or is it a sequel i believe it's a re well now hold on i believe it's a remake it is yes interesting yeah, and and what's also interesting is last week we talked about the Embracer Group buying mm-hmm. up. Um, uh, God, fuck! I, I hate that I can never remember all the companies. Gearbox. Gearbox. Thank you. Well, uh, as a part of that acquisition, I don't know if uh, Aspire was also under Gearbox or or somehow connected, but literally in the same time frame. Um, embracer acquired aspire as well uh i'm seeing different reports i'm seeing for up to 450 million um it it looks like 100 million with 350 million impossible bonuses okay so not as splashy as the 1.3 billion for gearbox i believe is what that number was but but still um super interesting and uh like something that you and I were talking about, we were like, holy shit, like they're under Embracer now. And then we were like deep diving into Embracer and like how they were buying up people, which again, talked about last week and stuff, but super interesting. How they're beating out Disney to be the king of video games. (laughs) But we then found out Embracer is owned by Disney. That's, I'm joking. That's not real yet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So. Go ahead. I'm I'm learning as we go here. Knights of the Old Republic is from 2003. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I thought so. My knowledge of Knights of the Old Republic it was that it was an Android game. I don't know. It was probably on iPhone too. But that it was an Android game like five years ago, maybe. 
I never realized that it was like a, a really old game, almost a twenty-year-old game. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's you know it's funny. I'm opposite spectrum. I thought Knights of the Old Republic was from the '90s. So really, <laughs> I thought it was like yeah. I thought it was like '99. It was going to be my guess. So that's really funny. Um, Jeez. When but did yeah, it come out so, so Knights of the Old Republic, and then I think there's a second one, and then there the, is yeah. the, the Force Unleashed. And then the Force Unleashed two, uh, and then if I'm if I'm remembering stuff correctly, all the way it took from Force Unleashed two all the way to Fallen Order to actually get like a a story mode based um, Star Wars game. Not like because Battlefront's more like a shooter, and like especially the new Battlefronts are, are just online shooters essentially. Um, I think the second one technically added a. Uh, like campaign to to play through but um for both of those so yeah so interesting that uh there was like a big gap and now we're finally getting some more and one of them is uh is a a remake of like i said one of the most beloved star wars games so very neat and and i never played knights of the old republic i'm gonna go out on a limb here and assume you haven't so remakes this is what this is why i love remakes so much um whether it be movies shows games you know i think so many people get hung up on like why do we need to do this again and and i get that to an extent um but just think about all the generations that didn't get to experience it the first time mm-hmm. and like think about all the all think about all old movies that that you watch some of them hold up obviously but there are some that are really bad um just because of the capabilities of the time wouldn't you want it to be wouldn't you want the person to see it in the best possible way it could be um you know some people don't agree with that but with video games especially it's it's great because i know with having a back catalog that's so massive you know i've never gotten around to playing the mass effect games so the fact that they're remaking the mass effect trilogy i'm super stoked like cool perfect yeah i've I've also never played that, but I do think when the remaster comes out, I will play it. Yeah, and it's like I never got around to it the first time. It's too late, really. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I'm not going to go back to PS3. I mean, Andromeda is on PS4, and that's the that's the fourth one. That one's obviously not getting remade. I think it's one through three. Um, I never got to play them, so uh, I'm, I'm all about remakes for stuff like that. And and the people who are are diehard Mass Effect fans have been super excited about this. So. You know that again it always depends with like fandoms and stuff but um back to the knights of the old republic i'm 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 excited and uh i liked i liked reading that it was back in the original people's hands which is it's a it's uh interesting because aspire is known for porting games so the fact that i mean yeah i guess I don't know. Is it a port or, you know, what's the difference between a port and a remake? I, I would imagine they're making considerable improvements to this game. I would assume it's you enhanced. Know, to make a 20-year-old game playable in, in 2021, 18-year-old game. But Good math. So I'm here. <laughs> um, good math. That's my title. <laughs> good math, um, Mike. No, just good math. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, just interesting that they're they're probably developing this 
more or less from the ground up. Yeah, yeah, I would have to I would have to imagine they're probably not using, you know, too much of the source other than as like guide rails and they're probably going to have to recreate. I I'm willing to bet by the time this game comes out, um it'll be a 20 it'll be a 20-year-old game. Yeah. I'd, I'd, it was, I'd it be was willing like to just bet. announced, right? I'd be yeah, I'd be willing to bet that it's not coming out till 2023. But it's it's funny. I've had copies of Knights of the Old Republic. I know I had it for Android um, for a very short period of time. I had like Google's Play Pass thing where they had like a couple like games that were included in the membership, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. It's still like ten dollars on Android, I think. Um, but I never got around to playing it. I, I'm not a huge fan of playing games on my phone that like that's not Game Pass that I can't use a controller for. Yeah, yeah, I certainly get that. Especially like a big, what? like a big game. Like uh, I couldn't imagine trying to play um, like God of War on your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Something like that. But uh, oh, oh, that's funny. They just put out Knights of the Old Republic two on Android. <laughs> There you go. Like, I don't. I guess there's not really. It says new. It doesn't say exactly how new, but it's out there. Interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of stuff like that to kind of drum up the hype. Um, I'm pretty sure you can get the first Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I think you can get it on like PlayStation. Because uh, it was probably a PS2 game, so it's probably under like the like you can probably get it as like a retro game, and it's like okay. ported, um properly. But I, I I might be wrong about it. Like it might be on PS Now or something, right? Um, but I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on the, on that. But yeah, uh, so the the mystery has been solved. Take that. Uh, what what's his name? Mason Sherbert's the first one that's coming Mason to mind. Sherbert, he goes yeah. by many names. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, one of his least favorite companies from the past year recently had uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of trouble arise. Oh yeah, I was setting this up for you to talk about it, but I can just, I'll just go ahead. C- CD Project Red. CD Project Red. Because uh, I would have said Vault. I would have said <laughs> I would have said Microsoft and um, Zenimax's new uh, merged subsidiary. Yes, he will hate them as well. He sure will. Um, yeah, man. Too close to Valve. <laughs> we could have talked about that too um, for another time. Uh, CD Projekt Red. Yeah, CD Projekt Red. This past uh, week just a couple days ago, announced that they had been hacked. And I have the uh, official document, um, a readme file, uh, and I will read it verbatim. Your have been epically pwned, spelled P-W-N-E-D. We have dumped full copies of the source codes from your Perforce server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. We have also dumped 
all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how you shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. Um, CD Projekt Red basically said we will not give in to their demands. Um, which is just, this is just all so crazy. Um, uh, uh, you know, before we uh, like get into just like thoughts on this, uh, like, you know, this this is really, really bad for, for them, uh, obviously to have, to, for any company to have, you know, stuff like this accessed and uh, leaked uh, or potentially leaked is never a good thing. And, um, obviously just creates a mess and CD Projekt Red just cannot get out of the way of just new messes. It seems, you know, feels like every week they've got something else coming up. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you give your, your first thoughts on this. My first thought, the stock did in fact go down. Oh God. How much? Oh, not much. No. Um, dollar and 24 cents was the spike like it was immediate so do you have the do you have like when that note was from so what was two because it's been more than two days now right they well no they they tweeted it at 254 a.m eastern standard time uh on february 9th so we are a fast approaching the doomsday uh well, I mean, theoretically, they had 48 hours, so who knows when they first read it. Let's say they read it at 12. They have six hours right. to respond from when we're recording this. Um, Yeah, dude, this is just, it's I, crazy. I get, I don't, I don't know. We've definitely, we definitely spitballed a lot of different ideas and like <laughs> our one, and this is probably ridiculous, is that it was an inside job, not that they were hacked, but like, how often do you see like the actual ransom, like readme file out there? Companies usually hide it. Yeah, that was Maybe, interesting. My, my, my genuine thought is that this is their, hey, look, we're being transparent moment because we already know our public image is dog shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what happened. We're going to reach out to the people. This is affected. Um... Yeah, I, it's it's certainly not good for them. Because I mean, if you're someone, if you're someone like me, who has never, as far as I know, b- purchased a CD Projekt Red game, or like have I don't know if CD Projekt Red has like a ro- kind of like similar to like a Rockstar account or UPlay or anything like that. I don't think so. Okay. Well, if they did, like that would keep me from buying like Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, obviously I don't want them to have my data and you know throw it out to whoever. Um, but it is, I don't know what what are the people who are attacking CD Projekt Red like? What do they, what do they expect to accomplish? What do they expect to get? Other than the fact that like I don't know, is this vigilante work? 
like, oh, we're going to post the source code so like people on PC can just kind of like play it. Like no one's going to pay for your game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, that, that was kind of my thing too. And I, I think I brought this up to Shelby and she was like, why would you go after a video game company? And I said, yeah, why wouldn't you go? I was like, why? Yeah, why would you go after CD Projekt Red? Why wouldn't you go after like Activision? Like, aren't they worse? Right. And she or was like, like, no, that's still know. a video game company. I was like, what about like EA? And she was like, that's still a video game company. <laughs> but look at Sony years ago. I mean, I think yeah. that was that was from my understanding of the attack had to do with kind of like the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sony just as a whole got attacked and PlayStation was just kind of collateral damage. But yeah, that's the one that got the point across because clearly it was um, a vulnerability. But it, it's someone who's probably butthurt that they, you know, had some missteps and frankly lied about like what the game the status of the game like throughout the development cycle Mm -hmm. and with the gameplay demos they showed pre-launch like they made it look amazing and then it just was nothing like that getting Um, yeah getting like some crazed fan vibes like you're you're so infatuated with a thing that you actually make that thing worse because it didn't live up to your expectations so like this thing that you love you end up attacking it's like always that weird thing right like mm-hmm. if you love it why would you want like why wouldn't you want them to just like pick themselves up which like i said they cannot it's like every time it's like what my brother used to do to me where he, i would be down and he'd like put it out, out his hand and he'd pull me up but as soon as i was like on my way up he would take his leg and he would swipe out my leg and i'd go back down and it's just an incredibly comedic way to not let somebody get up because I was Charlie Brown and kept reaching to get up and he kept just kicking out my leg and knocking me back down. Um, that's basically what's happening to them. <laughs> fun little, fun little analogy and uh, a reason why I, I'm so hurt as a human being. We've got 15 more minutes. If there's anything else you'd like to talk about. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I get, I get what you're saying. No, that's literally what it's like, though. Like, they, yeah. they, they cannot get back up. And it's like, it's, you know, it's it's sad. I mean, it is. Like, it, what's really sad is they have been, to my knowledge previously, before this, well, before 2020, we'll say before 2019, when Cyberpunk craze really took off, they had always been a good public-facing company. And then... The next like from then on they have just been in the shitter and they can knock it out and it and now this is like you know this isn't necessarily well i don't know how to consider this is this good or is this bad publicity like it makes them like they're the victim so like mm-hmm. it puts you back in better favor right like like you like now that they're being attacked like it's like a, like people might like feel sorry for you but like it's still not great. Like it shows that you had like a vulnerability and like the really bad thing, like, you know, obviously like for all purposes of this, we would focus on like this podcast. We'd focus on um, like, Oh, they got the cyberpunk Witcher three and Gwen and unreleased version of Witcher three source code. Like, Oh, that's bad. But like, no, the real bad thing is that there was enough of, of vulnerability for this group or person to get access to accounting information administration information legal hr investor relations and more 
That's mm-hmm. what's really scary about this. You know, who cares about fucking cyberpunk anymore? Like, that's the real issue that needs to be when fixed. Might even be worth making it free to play at this point. <laughs> but, um, yeah. 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 And, and that was something that concerned me with how they handled this. Like, I didn't, I did personally didn't like them posting the ransom note. I think they should address it. I think that was smart. But, like, you don't need to add that little bit there. Yeah. The Not that it would have come out anyway. But then also they said that they're not going to pay the ransom. Like, that's great. Like, I, if you're a company, you should do everything with in your in your reach to to avoid paying the bounty and giving the people what they want. But I don't think you say that publicly. Because now like if you're a consumer who's concerned about having their, their data out there, this company is more concerned about their wallet than they are protecting your data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 messy. Uh, the the thing that really confused me, you brought it up, you were like it's a little weird that they would post the ransom note or like the note that like came with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you have to gain from this? Like I, I read this and I, the light bulb went off and I was like, Johnny types like that. He spells pwned P W N E D. I can let officials know. And now they have something to go off of like that. There's nothing to gain from this. And, and the weirdest part was that they, they released a statement that said, yesterday we discovered that we have become a victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. And then they, they talked a little bit more. That should have been enough. You release that statement and say, hey, just so everybody's aware, we just got, we realized that we had this attack. I, I don't understand the readme. Like, it's just so bizarre to add that. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to make light of the fact that they were hacked. I mean, this is a big issue. I mean, especially we, I mean, we've seen a huge, huge increase with it mm-hmm. uh, during COVID. Um, you know, unfortunately, with mostly with you know hospitals and healthcare, but it's a it's a really unfortunate situation. We don't know the details of how they got in, but you're a technology company, and breaches are going to happen at being a technology company. You should be a little more well-equipped for handling these things. I can understand if they got into source code. I mean, that's common. I mean, we've seen like in the past year, um, you know, the windows source code, some of the windows source code was put out there and nothing really came of it. Mm-hmm. So like if someone gets a little bit of source code from an unreleased game or, you know, cyberpunk or whatever, like that, that's kind of like, Almost to be expected at this point, because it's hard not to get hacked. But the fact that if what they said is true and they got financials, legal, everything like that, are you just, I don't know, are you not propagating your data well enough? It, it just, it, it, to me, it feels like it's poor management of this company. And that's the biggest thing that's scaring me with CD Projekt is that it is just so poorly managed and they've had the executives come out and make public statements and nothing they say is helpful ever. Yeah. It makes the situation worse. They, they feel that, you know, they're, they're probably being told by their legal team that you need, or their PR team that you need to say something because you're going to piss a lot of consumers off more than they already are. Mm-hmm. And they come out and say this shit and it's just completely useless. Yeah. I was going to say it doesn't help. Yeah. I'm just, 
I feel like this is actually going to be a big deal. I don't, we, again, we don't know too much of the details. I think that they're going to do the right thing. And if for some reason consumer data were leaked, um, they're going to do the right thing and, and help protect those people. But I think this is massively destructive for the business. And yeah, I don't. It's just, it's just like, yeah, they, it's just one thing after another. And you're right. This, this kind of shows maybe like, again, just more poor management. Um, and then like how they decided to go about it and everything. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope, I hope it doesn't, I hope nothing comes of it. I hope everything ends up being okay, obviously. Um, and I hope that they can get back to being the company that I once thought they were. Um, but man, don't put your heroes on pedestals, right? It's really funny because I think you could go through the 21 episodes that we've had from starting from the early stages and, you know, us talking about our perception of CD project. I mean, for you, for someone who was a huge Witcher fan, mm -hmm. um, you know, just following in like how excited we were for cyberpunk. Um, I know I wasted I'm, all I'm, my, I wasted all that energy getting you on the hype train. Yeah. I've, I've never really played a CD project <laughs> game. I've never, I, I played the Witcher. I played the Witcher. I've never gotten into it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm looking at the list. For some reason, Saints Row 2 is coming up, but that doesn't make any sense. What? <laughs> what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look. Oh, apparently they were a developer on it. Oh. I don't know if they, it was co-developed or something. Interesting. But we'll do more research on that. Anyway, but any of like the, the, the major games, like The the Witcher and Gwen, now Cyberpunk, I was never really into them. I was excited for Cyberpunk eventually, but you, we've recorded our perception of this company just completely going downhill, and I don't think we're alone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. I hope they fix it. Like, I'm certainly not wishing that this company fails. I hope they make whatever personnel decisions, executive decisions they need to make to to fix themselves because i am excited about cyberpunk like i still plan on getting it when like the series x update is out there yes same but i, I want to see more from them and i don't want to see this break them yeah i think this the rest of this year is definitely going to be interesting i'm sure we'll be talking about them again uh it won't be too long i mean like you said 21 episodes i'm willing to bet in at least half we've probably talked about cdpr in in some capacity uh, i wouldn't be surprised half might yeah. be a little much but like damn close right like i mean there are times when we bring up a cdpr topic and i'm almost yeah. like do we really need to cover it like yeah <laughs> yes it's news but like it's all we talk about <laughs> yeah well then let's get off of it and let's talk about something else the i, I was talking earlier about how uh, Control was one of the PlayStation Plus games, um, but more importantly, uh, Destruction All-Stars was a, one of the free games. Uh, it's a PS5 exclusive. It was originally supposed to come out, I think, as a launch game, uh, and then it ended up getting pushed and was announced that it was going to be free for PlayStation Plus. And, you know, this was something that I started thinking about back on the, I mean, back before the PS5 was even out. Fall Guys was released for free on the PS4 on PlayStation Plus. Um, Worms Battleground on release date was free on PlayStation Plus. And then obviously Xbox has already been doing this with their 
mainline games, um, you know, that are, that they develop and stuff. And, and you know, it, it got me really thinking, especially now. Um, oh, Bug Snacks was another one that was free mm-hmm. on release. Uh, only PlayStation Five, but still. And it really got me thinking. You know, what are the pros and cons of of this? You know, for the parties involved. Um, you know, certainly as a gamer, the pros are, you know, definitely there. I mean, there's no such thing as a free lunch, but. So the games aren't technically free. You're paying for a subscription. Um, but to, to get a game that is is brand new um, and and to get it at no extra cost than what you're already paying per month it is insane. And we've talked about Game Pass plenty and, and how, you know, if Sony adopts something like that, it would certainly be worth it uh, for you and I because of how much we typically are to play the, uh, the Sony exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just especially interesting because at least with the PlayStation titles, again, it's only been a few at this point. Um, and PlayStation Plus is only $5 a month uh, or, or $60 for a year, I should say, which is, it, uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Average is out to $5 a month. Um, but, you know, to take three of them, Fall Guys, Worms, uh, Rumble, I might have said Battlegrounds earlier. Worms Rumble and Destruction All-Stars. All three of those are online games. They require you to be online, which is something you get for being a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Um, but, you know, like servers and like their their online matches and stuff like that. And so I thought about that and like, you know, is this actually a good thing? Because you're you're inflating the the gamer base. And, you know, for that first month, especially, you would you would assume it's a new game. People are going to check it out. And Fall Guys certainly had immense hype that it sold then like hotcakes on um, like the other uh, systems that you could play it on. Uh, But yeah, like, you know, do you think just from that standpoint, do you think that's that's a good thing to get that gamer base? Or do you think that ends up hurting in the long run? I mean, this isn't. It you know it's kind of hard to say. I was going to say this isn't a new concept. We've seen free games basically since like the PS3 generation. But you know these games that are coming out for free right away, like Fall Guys or um, like Fortnite, they definitely do have a short life cycle. Um, as far as like. The episodic games, like the Telltale games, and um, like I, I, I think Tell Me Why for Xbox. If you don't have Game Pass, the first episode is free, and then mm-hmm. you pay for the rest. Um, and then same with Life is Strange. I think the model is great because you get people, and then that's what got me hooked into the um, Telltale games, especially the Walking Dead ones. Playing the first. They may have even done the first two episodes are free at that point, but I definitely I bought the rest of them after that. Yeah, yo, it definitely is a way to get get people to to then like buy. Like I certainly understand it from the episodic standpoint. You know, you give them the tease, the little taste, um, and it gets them to buy more. In the case of these other games, you know, uh, well, I guess with online games, especially like 
you know, you did say Fortnite, um, that's free to play forever. Um, and they, they hope that you buy the like cosmetics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think about, um, you know, let's not go with an episodic, like let's take, uh, Gears of War, um, or, or, or no, even better, the, the medium, right? Like that's a, a story driven game that is free on game pass. There's no in-game purchases, right? I'm assuming. Not yet, as far as I know. So what is there to like gain beyond that? You know what I mean? Like that especially. Um, it's just super interesting. And like it drives the value of the service for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, you can't really say that this drives the value of like PlayStation Plus because this happens very infrequently. It's happening more, but Game Pass, this has always been a thing. Um, and it certainly drives that i i would say that that's a huge reason to get it is that you get brand new games and they're brand new first party xbox games and you get them for free and that's just i mean that's bananas um and i don't know like with game pass for example i don't know that we really know how microsoft or if microsoft is making money off the service that is but... also a point we do know that the developers are getting paid by Microsoft to have their games on the service. Um, like we've talked about before, the model is kind of, um, I don't know, it's kind of liquid where like Microsoft is doing whatever it takes to get a game on the service. If it's, you know, a, a game developer says you need to pay for X amount of the development of this game, or if... Microsoft is able to leverage it and say, you need to get X amount of plays or else we take you off. But I think it won't affect the games for, for Game Pass specifically because Microsoft is still paying the developers. I don't think the developers are losing money on these deals. I, I think it gets a little trickier with PlayStation. I don't really know. Right. I don't really know what the deal is for paying developers. I'm assuming Sony is probably paying developers some sort of lump sum to have it on there for a month for people to download because mm -hmm. they do the limited window. Um, I'm sure Sony has to pay on behalf of like um, the uh, the consumer. Sorry. I was blanking out for a second on the word. They probably have to pay on behalf, so I'm sure they just come to a deal to like what would make it worth it. Um, and I guess maybe even the developer of the game could say, okay, well, this gets our game in more people's hands. Like, how many times have you and I played a game on PlayStation Plus we would have never played? Oh my god, constantly. I would say almost every game that I get on PlayStation. That's not that's not entirely true, but yeah, no, it's probably more and often then, than not. And then how many times after that have we looked for more games from that developer? Saints Row is the yeah. perfect example. Saints Row 2, yeah. you and I, we played that because we got it for free. And then I mm -hmm. bought every Saints Row after that, I think. Yeah. So I think that might have something to do with it. Um, and I think that's helpful. Mm -hmm. um, but it could even be that... We, I don't know. I, I would have to look it up and see if Sony's losing money on PlayStation Plus, but we know people aren't going to buy PlayStation Plus just to play online. I mean, when we saw we saw that backlash with Xbox Live, mm -hmm. 
years and years and years ago when PlayStation was free and Xbox wasn't. And then PlayStation eventually had to come out with a model to have people pay for internet service. But they also included the games. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much right off the bat. I don't remember a time where you had to play for pay for PlayStation Plus and you didn't get the bonus games. I think it's just a sweetener. And I think they, they recognize the... Because I... Okay, here's another example. I pay for PlayStation Plus. I've, I've paid for it since the first year they did it. I almost never play online. Mm-hmm. On my on my PS4, but I still pay for it because I want to get the free games. So yeah. if it weren't for that, Sony would lose me as a customer in that subscription because I just I'd be wasting money. Yeah, you'd buy it more like a month at a time. Like, right? When am I going to play something and then do it? Yeah, I think actually though, um, I think PlayStation Plus was on. They started it on PS3, and it wasn't right. it wasn't tied to online like it wasn't tied to like needing it to play online right i think that started with ps4 and the original thing was it was five dollars a month you get two games and you got access to like additional um discounts so like if they were running a sale and it was like 30 percent, if you were a playstation plus subscriber you might get it for 40 percent mm-hmm. or whatever um or 40 percent off would be like your discount so that was the, the original thing. So I mean, like those are the benefits you keep with the fact that like you now have to pay for it essentially. So like it does at least come with, like you said, like those those things are basically sweetener to the fact that you have to pay $5. Um, my, my favorite thing is always when people cry about the, the, the free games that they're offering. Um, because like... <laughs> they're always upset about it. And I, I always think of it from the mindset of like, you know, that these are like two, at least $30 games, typically, if not more. And like, you're getting them for $5. Like they aren't free first off. <laughs> so like you are paying for them technically, but like, it's always funny when people get upset about those. Um, but yeah, back, back to like the, the whole original thing with these online games, you know, with destruction all-stars, I think about it. Um, one, how many people do you think would pay? I don't even know what the actual price of that game is supposed to be. So I'm going to say 50. Let's say it's supposed to be a $50 game. I don't know if you've seen much about it, but how much do you, like how many people do you think would be actually be willing? Like a lot or like, hmm. Uh, probably not many based on the fact that reviews came out and they weren't outstanding. The game's fine. I've played it. I played a good bit. Um, oh yeah. I, but how many people aren't going to bother paying for it if they see that it's a 63% on Metacritic or a 6 out of 10 on IGN? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I Where wouldn't bother, but the fact that it's on PlayStation Plus, I got nothing to lose. So then what goes into my thinking here is that like, and, and you know, my issue with this concept is mostly with PlayStation and doing it just for games that like you need to play online. Like it is all lobbies online all the time. And, and you know, so don't consider bucks next in that um, you get this for a month and like you maybe get a little bit of hype around it. Fall Guys, for example, mm-hmm. and the number of users like playing it at once is like through the roof. But after a month, it's no longer free. So how many people would pay for Fall Guys? Um, and, and after a month, the hype is starting to die down at that point. And then after a month, you also lose a ton of the users. They had it for free, but they're moving on to something else at that point. 
mm-hmm. um, and they aren't really sticking with it. Like, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of people who do still play Fall Guys fairly regularly, but, you know, I, I know, for example, I tried to go back to Worms Rumble um, to, like, mess around in that, and the servers, I mean, there was, like, nobody on, and that game had been out for a little over a month. And, like, finding a game was, like, hard, and, like, I kept getting disconnected and stuff like that. So... Yeah, by artificially driving your user base is it actually worth it or is it actually more detrimental in the long run it's just something that i always am like stuck thinking about i i in my opinion i'd rather have that month of just like complete success than you know mediocre success in general because i feel like you get to learn more as a developer during that month and you get to at least create a brand and what you do in that month makes all the difference for the future of your company okay yeah i can, I can get that um but I, I i do get what you're saying and the market is very kind of like transient as far as like what's what's cool right now you know like it, it feels like fortnite like is completely dead no fortnite will never die mm-hmm let me pull up. I'm going to pull up Twitch and I'm going to see how many people are watching Fortnite right now. But how many like. Like um, concurrent users. Uh, I would have to pop on like Steam uh, or something. No, like popular streamers. Like how many streamers that like are pop are just, you know, popular, I guess, are playing it. Right. Like, that's Ninja true. swear it off. And like everyone's moved on to Call of Duty because that became the next free game. And like as soon as there are game, there's a game that comes out for Call of Duty, like. Call of Duty's user base will be down. Um, it's unfortunately just a cycle right now. So I think you pretty much take what you can get. But I think going back to your original point, like I don't think many people are going to pay for like if 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 a game was free to play for a month and they made it like oh now you have to pay like there goes your user base. People aren't going to do it. Look at all the people who cried about like having to pay for Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. to play a free-to-play game like you're not even willing to pay for that service, service yeah to play the game it doesn't it obviously doesn't mean that much to you <laughs> so i think as soon as you put a price tag on these games that were free to play once you're gonna lose your base but right and that's that's what just kind of like scares me about like i missed my opportunity for it to play it while it was free or like and in the case of playstation like it's once you have it you have it so like like you know call to action for anybody who has a playstation every month you should be adding those games to your library because at the end of the month they are no longer free and like you don't just automatically get them like you have to go and like take the time to add them but after that like they're there they're in your library forever like you can download Mm -hmm. them at any time i think as long as you're a subscriber i guess but yeah, and even right now, as we figured out, like I don't have a PS5, but I'm still downloading mm-hmm. the PS5, or I'm still, I guess, adding to my library the PS5 games. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just like you're you're right though. Like if it's free, you know, what are the odds somebody and that, and it scares me that you do it right at the beginning of the life cycle of a game. You don't like let the game come out. Like, what if Fall Guys would have come out? Then like three to four. I don't know, half a year down the down the line, you then gave it for free for a month to like boost the player base back up and get people mm-hmm. who weren't originally in it into it. And like the people who are still there are still there. They're gonna be there forever. 
are for a very long time, they're going to ride that thing out or you'll get people back into it because people will see, oh, that game's free. I remember I was playing that. That was so much fun. I'll go. I mean, now that I know there's going to be more people, I can go win five crowns in a row and get that trophy. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So I just almost like think about like, what is like the, the better move there? Um, and, and yeah, that, it's just something that's just been very interesting to me. I think for games like bug snacks, I, again, I think that falls under like the sweetener deal, but yeah, for example, for me, like if I wouldn't have been able to like pick it up under, um, PlayStation plus without having a PS five, I still would buy it. Mm-hmm. I think it depends like destruction all stars on the other hand, cause that's a primarily like online game, right? Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, you're, yeah, it's so... just a destruction derby. <laughs> I think that game just based off of the premise of it alone is going to always have to be free to play. Like even after PlayStation plus, I think they're going to learn that they're going to have to make it free to play. Yeah, it's kind of what it seems like to me too. Like, or else you're not going to get new people. Like, and like you're the other thing is like not only is it early in its life cycle, it's a brand new game. You're doing it so early into the life cycle of a console, so not that many people have a PlayStation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have your full player base yet, mm-hmm. and so those people aren't going to play the game. And by the time they get their PS5, it's not going to be free anymore, and they're not going to jump into it. So yeah, you might be right. They might just have to make it free to play for for good to get people to actually play it. It's very, very interesting. And um, man, I had one more point with this and I, I, I've lost it, but. Oh, Bug Snacks. I think Bug Snacks is like, you know, it's a $20 game, I think, full price, or maybe it's 30. So it's like, it's not like a full price game to begin with, which is like, like you were saying, like I, I, I would have bought it no matter what. It, it could have been a $60 game and I would have bought it and I would have been happy with my purchase because what a game. Um, but yeah, like yo, know, I'm I'm down. Like, do you think this is going to be something that that PlayStation starts doing? Like, because Bugsnax is an exclusive, Destruction All Stars is is an exclusive. Do you see them maybe doing this with not obviously their big titles, um, but again to almost rival Game Pass and how Xbox is putting their you know they're full on putting their titles like you know the next Halo game is going to be free on Game Pass. Um, but could you see them doing this with like? the like smaller exclusives i'm trying to think of ones that we saw uh at like uh not e3 but during their like showcase that they did um yeah i like I that cat think... game stray is that what it's called oh yeah, yeah 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 i think it'd be a good idea and frankly i don't know why they wouldn't do it their bigger games like when the new horizon comes out like for the first month that it's out, you can get it for free if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. And after that, it's gone. Because then it just, that builds hype. And that's kind of what Sony lives off of. Like, Microsoft is trying to make up for lost time with the last generation, let's be honest. And, and that they've said that with, mm-hmm. with Game Pass and, you know, coming out with a cheaper console for this generation that they're just trying to make their way back. But I almost think it would be a good model for Sony to say, hey, Launch launch month, you can get it for free if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. After that, you have to pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, because then, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, you. I was gonna say you get more. You get the game in more people's hands. You get more people mm-hmm. talking about it. You're building the hype. 
and then more people are going to buy it anyway. And then still, like, like with Game Pass, like if you have it downloaded, you can keep it for as long as you want. But let's say you finish the game, you want to clear up some space on your console, and it goes off Game Pass. I don't think you can get it back again. Right. In which case, but like you can also buy it for an extra discount before it leaves. Right. Do games ever leave Game Pass and then come back to Game Pass? I haven't seen that happen yet, and I think the I think it's too young to like for that to, to actually happen know. Yet. Yeah, and the games that leave like they're not massive. I think the biggest one that might have left is probably I want to say Red Dead was on there for a short period of time. Okay. But I think it might have been like a promotional thing. I to don't try know. And drive people to the service. Yeah, it could have been that GTA Five was on there for a short period of time, and then they kicked it off when Red Dead okay. was coming on. I don't remember. There's something like that. But interesting. That's something I would see Xbox doing. Like if they did a poll to like bring back your favorite of these five games. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like with PlayStation, I don't think any game has ever come back to PlayStation Plus. No, we've never gotten a game twice on PlayStation Plus. And again, that's only for a month. Definitely not Cloudberry Kingdom, which has been the biggest regret of my life. (laughs) What a game. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's interesting. And, uh, you know, it's definitely gotten the ball rolling in my head about, like, would we see something like, and, you know, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around them doing it on the release month. I mean... I would be in heaven if they did that for all their games. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I could see them doing something almost like that, where it's like, you know, you know for a fact that, like, this game will be on PlayStation Plus, um, you know, a year after its release, it will be on, if it's like a if it's like a first-party game. So, like, Horizon's supposed to come out in, like, I don't know, yeah, March, April, May, somewhere in there. So like 2022, it'll be free for a month for that month on PlayStation Plus. I would almost, I could almost see them doing something like that, where it's like, if you're willing to wait, you can, but you could also just pay for it right now. So it's up to you. Right. And you you would get people, you get people up front and yeah, you get people like, because I mean, people are going to play these big games. I mean, they're like, they're heavy hitters. Um, But yeah, I've definitely been thinking about like the smaller ones, like the Stray, you know, I don't know how big Kona is going to be. I could maybe see that, uh, like being like considered small enough or whatever to be given for free mm-hmm. or, or whatever. So, um, it's interesting that like I like we've been talking about the past couple of weeks. You know, will PlayStation do a Game Pass? They've kind of got these like systems that are eerily similar, not quite the same, not quite uh, nailing it, and uh, you know, different enough, but they keep showing signs of like doing stuff that's similar. Will they actually just do it or will they convert what they already have into a more game pass style where you actually are getting like a lot more bang for your buck? Yeah, I, they've got to do something. Um, And even if they don't want to fully commit to like a game pass, I think this is a great option for them. If they want to make it limited, if that's really the game they they want to play, then sure, yeah, I think that's that definitely fits Sony's model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 
Um, anything else on on launch free, launching games for free, and then remaking them, uh, pri- pr- giving them a price, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> making them pay to play. Did we even talk about the game that prompted this? We didn't. No. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah. Thank you. Um, the well, I mean, all of these games have really prompted it, but um, just yesterday or two days ago, uh, we were here announced that all of their games are getting ported to console and that the first one was going to be free. And that kind of mimics how we brought up like Telltale and like the episodic games because it's like this isn't chapters or anything like that. Um, but like, you know, the first game's free. If you like it, you like, why don't you go buy the second and the third one? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, 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 yeah, like that basically like serially follows Telltale and um, the episodic, like uh, Tell Me Why and Life is Strange, like all those games. And that's a great model. I'm, I'm a huge fan of doing something like that, that, you know, uh, think of a game that, that's a sequel where the, the, where like there's three, maybe a fourth game is out now, you know, at this point, why not make Witcher free to get people, you know, wow, these games are cool. I'll buy the second, I'll buy the third. And then you're into it, right? I, 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 it, it makes sense. And these mm-hmm. are smaller games, obviously. So I don't know all the thought processes that have to go into um, making like a, a massive game free. Like, is it worth it? Um, but, you know, I don't, again, if it gets people into the series, and gets them to buy the other ones that are probably more expensive anyway. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to add. No, that's a good, good point. I I mentioned in the beginning that, you know, I also really like the episodic model. Yeah. And until you don't have to fully commit, um, you know, you get halfway through the game, decide, you know what, it's just not for me anymore. And then you don't buy the rest of the episodes. Right. Yeah. Like that one, especially is like a good one. Um, cause like, I mean, this is like a little bit different cause it's like full on different games, but yeah, the, the episodic method of, I mean, it's almost like a demo, like, right. Like you can, right. you can play uh, any game for free for like an hour. Um, and then you, then you have to decide if you want to pay 60 or not. Cool. Um, games that we are excited for, and then we'll wrap this up. Um, Should we just say it at the same time? Yeah, three, two, one. Galgun Galgun returns. <laughs> Why do you sound so Are sad? Are we actually going? What? Why do you sound so sad? Because I was expecting you to say something else. So then <laughs> I just look like a fucking creep. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> What the hell am I doing here? Uh, Galgun is a game where you shoot uh, women with love bullets, and I, I think you make them orgasm. Um, I think that's the I think that's the storyline. You are just a stud. You are a um. What what's you what's Hugh Hefner? What, what would you call him? A playboy. A playboy. Thank you. I play. <laughs> Duh. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs>
Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we just we discovered this uh, this guy right before the episode, and uh, we found out. So it says it's going to come up for PC, Series X, Xbox One, and Switch. And I picked it initially before I even looked up what it was. I went with it because it's like, oh, it's the only Series X um, game I see on this list that's coming out in the next week. Um, so we decided to look it up, and apparently there was some sort of qualm between uh, Microsoft and the and the developer, and uh, apparently it's not coming out for any of the Xbox consoles now. So Switch and PC it is. Yeah. And then, of course, we found Galgun Double Piece came out for the PlayStation Vita. And uh, boy, do we love our Vita games. So uh, possibly expect a uh, Platinum Race soon. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've got Platinum Races on deck. Um, But since it's on the Vita, who, who knows? Sky's the limit. We can do it literally whenever. And we can just then talk about it. Whereas with with the they call me Mr. Mayo or whatever the fuck those games are, we might be able to actually like capture that and then put that out as like a a I don't know bonus feature for 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 you podcast fans. Um, but yeah, so Mike and I discovered this before the podcast, and we talked about it. I was recording the entire time. And it's probably a hot mess of what we're talking about, but there's a good chance that I'm just going to cut it and uh, throw it up as a bonus episode wherever you're listening to this. So be on the lookout for that. I don't know when I'll throw it up. Ideally, between the the two up ep- between this episode releasing and next week's. But um, man, some funny conversation in there. I was so happy you're recording it. I didn't even realize it. Big well, fan. yes, you know, hey. Uh, I'm basically always recording after the mishap. So as soon as the call is is going, just expect that I'm recording. I do also have the power, though, to cut anything. So, you know, you don't have to be too tense or anything. You can just t- speak freely and, you know. Leave it. I want you to leave it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, not not too much. If I were to give, like, a, a, a game that I'm, well, I mean, I guess I am going to be playing the double piece, but... Uh, Super Mario 3D World. I am actually mm-hmm. really excited for that. Plus Bowser's Fury. That's coming out for Switch. Uh, to, if you're listening to this day of release, it comes out tomorrow. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, I think actually Shelby and I pre-ordered it like right after Christmas because I actually thought it was out already. I thought it came out with the 3D remakes or the okay. not remakes, the 3D collection that they released for the 35th anniversary, but it did not. And so I, I was like, yeah, we should buy it. And she was like, it says we have to pre-order. And I was like, that's weird. Okay, do that. And then I realized it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this Rover Wars game is. <laughs> it's coming out for Xbox One. Uh-huh. But it's $7. Uh-oh. Xbox One Enhanced. What is Whoa. this? This kind of looks like a strategy game. It almost kind of looks like a Gears Tactics Okay. Kind of game, which... Eh. Well, that comes out tomorrow. Interesting. Wait, no, hold on. Is that tomorrow? Yeah. Well, tomorrow, if you're listening tomorrow to this... Tomorrow is tomorrow. But... ...of the release. It comes out yeah. February 12th. The 12th. There it is. All right. Same day as Galgun. Same day as Galgun Returns. Um, man. I guess share this episode with someone who loves Galgun. 
Yeah, that's a, I was going to say someone who's played Galgun because we have questions. <laughs> and do did they take notes? Because we have lots of questions. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that does it. Another another great podcast in the books. Thank you so much for listening. If you can, uh, like I always say, I believe Apple Podcasts is the only one that allows you to rate it. So if you're listening to us on there and you want to give us a rating, it'd be greatly appreciated. Five um, apples out of five. That's what we're looking for. Yes, yes. Five, five whole no bites taken out apples out of five um and if you're not listening to us on apple podcasts thank you for not being an elitist prick and oh. go ahead and just <laughs> uh do us a favor and share this like like we said with somebody who played galgun or if you're really feeling frisky share it with anybody and uh that would also be greatly appreciated mm-hmm. other than that Thanks again, and we'll talk to you guys next week.